0: one of the most common questions that i get asked about coaching club and also my journey of staying in shape is how do you stay in such good shape and live your life as well and that is a question that i probably get asked about four times a week okay across all the social media platforms for people who haven't yet joined the coaching club you know it's a really common question because guess what I think the majority of the population are foodies. You know, when people come to me and they're like, oh, I'm a foodie, I'm like, you, it's almost weird to not be, not saying if you are not a foodie that you're a weirdo or anything like that, but 99% of people that I speak to are foodies. They love going out and having a meal with their family on a Saturday night. They love getting a takeaway. They love having ice cream, you know, and I'm the same. And I will not give it up. You know, I know some fellow coaches who they will just not ever buy that thing. So, you know, some people it's crisps and they're like, I just won't ever buy them. And I'm like, well, actually, I really enjoy them. So I will buy them, but I'll just make sure that I manage having them, you know. So I'm going to help you to understand how to basically still enjoy the foods that you love, but be in shape. Be in the shape that you want to be in. Feel insane in your body, both from a standpoint of how it looks, because if that's a value of yours, that's a value of yours. Whatever the fucking anti-diet culture says and all these other PTs are like, I should. yes, you should love your body in any way, shape or form, because from a mechanical standpoint, it serves you fucking well. But you should not be preached to by these other preachers about, oh, you shouldn't want to lose weight. Fuck off. All right. Fuck off. If you want to lose weight, if you want to get fitter, if you want to, if you've got a size of like a pair of, I don't know, size 12, 14 undies that you feel super sexy in with your husband, but you can't currently feel good in them. And that's what you want to do. Why not? So I'm very much like I support your mission. I'm not here to tell you that you need to lose weight. I'm not telling you that. I'm not here to tell you that you need to eat the good food, you know, that um, maybe the wine, the cheese, the biscuits, whatever. Okay. I'm just giving you that voice of reason that empowers you to realize you choose what you want to do. Okay. And so many of you have been coming up to me saying, I don't get it. Like you go out, you put the end of chocolate brownie on Friday and Sunday on your social media. You will go out for brunch on a Wednesday morning. You will, you know, all these different things. I live life and a lot of my connections with people is via food. And I have no problem with that at all. So here's what I do. I will always look at my week from a whole. And I think why most people screw themselves over is because they don't plan their weeks at all. They are so focused on you know, doing the do, if you like, like chasing the kids around and making sure that they've got their socks and everything in the morning. And then they've got to go to work and they haven't organized that. They don't have a food shop in. So it's reactively going to the shop every night. Chaos, 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 right? See this all the time. How can you expect yourself to be ahead of the game if you don't plan? It's like if you were to launch a new phase of your business, or if the kids were going to school, you don't wake up on the morning that the kids are going to school. And, you know, it could be a new school or whatever, or they're Older, So they're bigger. So they need a bigger uniform and go, oh, by the way, we need to get uniform today. You plan it in advance. So why is it that we can't do that with our own personal standards? Hmm. That's the first thing. So one of the systems that we use inside the coaching club is every Saturday or Sunday. We sit down, we look at what food we want to eat throughout the week, we look at what social occasions we've got going on, and we hatch a bit of a menu. And I'm not saying it needs to be anything fancy pants or things that take loads of time. In fact, I'm the very opposite of that. My food intake is very simple because I can't be fucking asked. I don't enjoy cooking. It's not something that, you know, I value. I hear so many people like, oh, it's therapy for me. I'm like, it's just a pain in the ass. I really wish I could hire a chef, (laughs) a healthy chef that doesn't put loads of really... um, calorie rich sources on stuff would be fantastic if there's any offers out there i'd love it um but yeah so it's looking at making life simple and when we plan it really helps to simplify life because it takes the decision fatigue away at the end of every day oh my god watch go for dinner watch me for dinner i can't be asked to get a takeaway it you even know that okay looking at some like most of my girls will use a google plan uh, calendar so they will sit down on a saturday or a Sunday. They'll do their check-in form, which is telling me how their training's been, their nutrition, you know, what they're proud of, how they're going to problem solve moving forwards, what challenges they've got coming up next week. Is it birthdays? Is it an exam? You know, all these different things. Then they go, right, breakfast, what do I have? We generally cycle between three or four breakfasts throughout the entire year inside the coaching club. And I'm not saying that we all have the same ones at all. Everyone has different, but we all generally tend to have like three to four, maybe five different breakfasts that we will choose right the way throughout the year. For me, it's pretty much between two. It's either yogurt and berries or porridge or protein because I enjoy them. They fuel me well at the minute. It's obviously getting a little bit colder. Um, my cardio output has gone up and I'm dieting a little bit harder. This might sound a little bit um, counterintuitive, but I've actually started having porridge more because I then feel that I'm actually satiated for longer throughout the day. So then I don't need to eat again until lunchtime. It's just figuring out what's right for you. So we sit down, we plan the breakfast, lunch and dinners as much as we can. Say, for example, for me this week, I'm going out for dinner on Friday night. I don't know what I'm having. Therefore, I will just leave it blank. OK, and then I'll fill it in after. And yes, I am currently using my fitness pal because it suits me because I'm going through a fat loss phase. You don't have to do that. You could literally just sit down and go, right, menu plan for the week. What do people want? I don't think it's a good idea for you to eat different to the family. You can just slightly manipulate the foods like I've said about before. If you normally have spaghetti bolognese and it's something like, I know, 100 grams of pasta, you could cut that down to 75, maybe 70 or 60 um, grams of pasta and then add the rest in of uh, um, vegetables instead. Okay, so just to get the nutrients up and also swap the calories around a little bit. So that's the first thing that I would do when we're looking at how can we stay in shape and eat the foods we love is, first of all, get clear on the foods that you're eating generally day to day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. Okay. You can then make sure that you've got all of that food in the house, okay? So we do this either go and get the food shop yourself or get it delivered, either way suits. And I would really try and do this on a Saturday or a Sunday. So when you hit the ground running on Monday with work, you don't have to think about it. It's in the house, you just have to cook it fresh or whatever it might be. And don't forget, when we look at your structure of your food intake, three meals a day plus two snacks equates to 35 opportunities to eat per week, I'd say per day then. So a lot of the time, people fret about the fact that they're going out with their friends on the weekend and they don't know what to eat and it's going to ruin their results. If that's one meal out of the 35, look at all the other opportunities that we've got in order to stay on track, inverted commas. Um. All the other opportunities around that, you know, that one meal is not going to fuck you up, guys. But what often happens is people go out for that one meal, they overindulge because they've maybe starved themselves throughout the day. They then get on the fuck it train because they're like, oh my god, this tastes so good, and I've had a glass of wine, so why not? Let's go, let's go three courses, and then whatever it might be. Wake up the next morning, you think, oh my god, I fucked it. I may as well just spend the whole of Sunday now uh, pigging out, okay imagine if we didn't have that finite mentality imagine if we could go into the weekend and go right i'm going for steak on saturday night i love the brownies at this particular place therefore i'm gonna have steak and a brownie i'm gonna have a glass of red i'm gonna factor it all into my calories if you're tracking your calories which there is nothing wrong with by the way it just doesn't suit some people but the majority of people i found it really does suit so if we're going down that route you then know that say that's one meal okay it's quite a. that's probably like 15, 1600 calories in one meal, that's okay. We could deal with that. So then what we're going to do is make sure that we have got a satiating breakfast and lunch on that same day, and also a healthy but satiating breakfast the next day. A kind of rule that we use inside the CC is one kind of less nutritious and highly calorie meal should not be followed by another. So if on Saturday night we're going out, we're having more calories and a bit more um, sugar and salt and you know fat and all those different things, the next morning, we want to try not to have so much of that. So we want to go back to the kind of normal routine and regime of nourishing ourselves with good nutrients, and also maybe tapping the calories back down again. But can you see when we look at it from this kind of zoomed out perspective, it's not that bad. And we can plan it in advance. So say, for example, you know, you're going out and the meal you're actually going to have on Saturdays is, is, you know, a six course taster meal or whatever it might be it's going to be up to like 3000 calories cuz trust me that is easily done what we could start to do is work right go 3 days this week can i pull down my calories by i don't know 200 per day or something how can i manipulate something so if i was to do that 2 days a week i would pull back from having the porridge and i would go to the yogurt and berries for breakfast one simple change that's it Okay. So it's looking at it and going, right. Okay. That's there. This is there. How does that look like? Okay. Yeah. So I've looked at the menu. A lot of the um, restaurants these days have got the calories on, rightly or wrongly. This is a very open debate at the minute. For me, I think unless you've got an eating disorder, it's fucking great because it's very good for you to go, Jesus. Like, so where did I go? Oh, I went to Hickory's. Um, I really wanted, again, me and my chocolate puddings. I wanted chocolate fudge cake, 700 calories. I had it anyway, and that's the kind of mentality I want you guys to have is go, if you want it, fucking have it, but look at the consequence of it, okay? So I had it, I didn't have half or anything like that. I'm not, you know, that's not my bag. If I'm going in, I'm going in. (laughs) Um, But it's going, right, okay, that is what it is. You know, I now know the facts of what that is. So plan your week. Look at the, the times where you could go out this weekend and then look at damage limitating. Like what I said about, have a healthier lunch and breakfast, maybe tap the calories down a bit more. I also train throughout the weekend as well for me I will often rest on a Wednesday or Thursday because I've done like two to three solid days of both work and also training so I take a rest day I might do some yoga obviously I'll go for a couple of dog walks because I'm a dog mum. so that's what has to happen but then at the weekends I'll train I'll keep active um and I make sure that I'm well hydrated throughout the week and over the weekends especially if I'm drinking alcohol I have good nutritious food in the house ready to combat me ready for um going out feeling not absolutely ravenous like that's another thing that i see people do is they wake up they starve themselves all day because they're going out for this big meal tonight then they're absolutely ravenous so it's like your body needs that food so you can't hit the off button so you keep going and then you feel awful the next day so we're in that cycle again so the best thing that you can do is plan it be an adult about it You know, set yourself up for success on the Saturday if you're going out Saturday night and also be prepared for the Sunday, especially if you've got a bit of a hangover. I'm all for things that I love when I'm hungover, things like um, toast with marmalade with a cup of tea. Okay, and then what I'll do is I'll be like, right, you can have that. Then just have some maybe an apple on the side, um, maybe a banana and just start to get those nutrients in a little bit more because your body needs it. So that's what I would say. And then you can actually go down the route of looking at the menu in advance. That isn't to choose the lowest calorie option. Genuinely sit there and go, what do I fancy? So I know I won't cook steak at home because I'm not very good at it. Um, So I will basically, whenever I go somewhere and steak's on the menu and like I basically think it's going to be a good place to eat steak, that's what I'll have. Like nine times out of ten, that's what I do. So... I know that because I really look forward to it and I can look at it in advance and suss out the menu, look at the pictures on Instagram as well. And I actually get excited for it, but you can then preempt it because you know that, say for example, you're really craving a bowl, like a big bowl of pasta with garlic bread, fuck all protein in that, not too many nutrients. But if we know this in advance, we can come to that meal, on saturday night we can eat our heart out with all the carbs in the world we know it's calorific we know it's high in carbohydrates we know it's got no protein and not too many nutrients we can plan that around it you know so we can make sure that we hit the five a day through breakfast and lunch we can make sure that we've had loads of water coming into the system all of these wonderful things can happen if we're looking at things from a zoomed out perspective there is no such thing as good and bad food there is just food that is more nutritious and less nutritious, higher calories, less calories. And it's all about juggling it because this is how I stay in shape, guys. I look at my food that I'm consuming. I give myself full, complete permission to eat whatever I want. I do not just eat like I do not just eat out at the weekend. Okay, if I my friend says to me tonight, do you want to go out for dinner? And I want to go. I'll go. And if even if I'm over my calories by a thousand, I don't give a fuck because I see it as data. It's all data. And this is where people have that finite mentality of like, oh, it's over by a thousand. Therefore, tomorrow needs to be under by a thousand. No, no, no. Just rectify. Come back into it. Focus on nutrients. Hydrate yourself. Move your body. So it's about just taking the pressure off. Remember, if we're creating a healthy lifestyle, it takes time. There is nothing stopping you enjoying the foods that you love. Having if you want to save them for the weekend, you can do. But even if you want to go out for an ice cream this evening or everyone's bringing in domino's pizzas to work tomorrow and this is what happened with one of the girls in the cc last week and she was like oh fucking hell like the boss has just said we've done such a good do- job so he's ordered a domino's and i was like cool have as many pieces as you want be mindful really enjoy it take the rest home later and you can either eat it for even a meal or you can give it to your partner or you can have it for breakfast well whatever you know so It's about giving yourself that permission, but then really being intuitive and feeling what's going on with your body. So I hope that helps because we've talked about a lot there. But the bottom line is plan the week with your nutrition. If you know you're going out the weekend, we could start to tap down the calories just slightly. Listen to that when I say it slightly Monday to Friday. Okay. You can then go out, enjoy your food, still log it if you're chucking your calories on Saturday night, but then be equipped either side of that meal to boost up the nutrients, get your energy levels back up. And also don't be afraid of saying things like, oh, can I have that without the sauce? Because that will take away a fair amount of calories, swapping things on the plate to maybe reduce the calories if you're going for a bit of a strict fat loss phase, which there is nothing wrong with so give yourself the permission and who fucking cares what your friends say if your friends are going oh why don't you want the chips I just don't fancy chips today all right like let me live let me live all right and you are allowed to say that And the more you work on your confidence and your boundaries the easier these things will become who cares what other people think about the way you eat because the way you eat suits your body so I hope that's helped you with understanding how we can still eat the foods that we love we can still be in in fucking incredible shape but not be a boring twat yeah if you enjoy going out and eating it must be part of your fitness regime it must be part of your wellness regime because if not you're going to stick at it for so long you'll use that word that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago motivation you'll be motivated then you will be on the fuck it train to ice cream town before you can say boo right so make sure you are monitoring yourself you're giving yourself the permission to eat whatever you want at any time of the day but then you apply the compassion that fierce compassion will my future self be grateful for this. And when I say future self, I just mean the girl who wakes up tomorrow morning. Will she be grateful that you nailed the whole pack of biscuits when you could split it out throughout the week? Sometimes it's a yes. I've got this little thing that I do sometimes when my energy dips, I just crave. I don't know if you know them. They're the chocolate um foxes cookies and they've got like melted chocolate on one side. And then it's like a, obviously a cookie on the other side. Oh my God. Every time I have them, it is a non-negotiable. I get home, put the, it's usually on the food shop, put the food shop away. And I sit there with a cup of tea and I dunk the whole lot. <laughs> it's about 800 calories, but I fucking love it. I probably do it like once every six weeks. It's all good. It's what Sashi B wants to do. And in that moment, it's absolutely fine. And my future self the next morning goes, cool, that's something you felt like you needed to do. You've spiked your sugar levels up a ridiculous amount. Thank God we don't do this every day. But if you wanted to, then we could, Probably work around it somehow. So I hope it's helpful. Give yourself that permission and make sure that we are balancing the food out throughout the week, not saving all of our calories for the weekend, because if you do, you'll be on that train before you know it.